East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to another week of our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. I'm Leslie. And I'm Lydia. We're four sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. And just so you guys know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. But, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 no. welcome back, you guys. Hello. <laughs> We're on week four. Ay, yes. ay, 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 ay. <laughs> That was just my excited noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> Week four of our podcast journey, and we have Lydia here again with us this week. She's still no. here. She's yeah, still, still here. here, as in I uh, made another coffee and sat back down. <laughs> yeah. We're recording a lot in a row because we don't know what we do with our own lives. No, so. we don't. Very spontaneous, so. Same day. Same day. <laughs> right? Arm workout. All right. Do we have anything else from anything? Any any, any recaps from last week for Lisa? No, nothing. Nothing new that we found out within the past twenty minutes. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I mean, we pretty much covered it. All like right, I said, we right. we went through all. This nothing stuff new with Gary. No. No. All right. Leave me alone. Didn't remember. <laughs> she, <laughs> didn't, didn't remember. she didn't remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. But All to be right. fair, it wasn't 20 minutes. It was a whole hour. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a little break. <laughs> Coffee. All right. So this week we have Lorraine is going to be telling us a story. It's kind of like me and Lydia because Lydia does know it, but. I know it, but, like, I don't really remember details. So, like, I know what happens, mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so right, no, like me, enough. like me with last week with with Lisa. Then yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, right. and me, me with the first two episodes. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's basically like we're gonna be like, oh yeah, and then we're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know Ooh. where this is going. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So this week, hold on, let me close this before it starts playing music because Lord knows it's gonna start playing music. Um, we have an unsolved for you. Don't you dare. Okay, unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> unsolved so, for episode so four. For this one, for your drawing, I guess you can either do the person who's missing, or you can figure out in your brain who you think might have done it from all the... I want her to do the scene. The scene? Yeah. Okay. I want her to draw the scene. Oh, Picture this. man. Sicily. Nineteen thirty-five. <laughs> I was gonna say like nineteen twenty-seven. <laughs> Sicily. We're on the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we got our boat. You ready, Freddy? I I am okay. I think so. Let's go. Let's do Okay. This. So our main character, I guess, is Ray. Omar Riviera. He was born June 10th on 19, on 1973, in 1973 to Angel and Maria Riviera. Rivera. Rivera. I'm sorry, my, I don't, can't read. Rivera. Rivera. Who do I keep saying? Riviera? Riviera. Mm -hmm. You're putting too many eyes in it. It's Rivera. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Leave my eyes alone. Um, he was an army brat. His dad was in the army. They moved around a lot. And he had an older brother. He was the youngest. He had an older brother and a sister. Um, they will come in later in the story. He married Allison in Puerto Rico. That's where his family's from. They're originally from Puerto Rico. So he was born in Puerto Rico? He's born in the States. Born, okay. He's born in the States, but like his family's from Puerto Rico. Okay. His dream was to be a writer and a director, and he was a finance writer for the Oxford Club as a video contractor. Got it? Okay. I know. It's really, it's just, 
Just I'm kind of, yeah, hang in just, there. I'm waiting. So mm-hmm. they started out life. Him and Allison were living in California, but it was not all that it had really lived up to be. Ray wasn't getting a lot of good jobs as a writer and a director. So Porter Stansberry, he's a very good high school friend of Ray's. He lived in Baltimore and he owned a company out here. He really, really wanted Ray to work for him. Like he had been bugging him for the longest time. And because things weren't working out, Allison was like, okay, just do it, I guess. Like, we can do it and see where it goes. So together they decided that they were going to move to Baltimore in 2004. The company is Stansberry Investment, but it's also Stansberry and Associates Investment Research, a a subsidiary of Agora Publishing. That's a weird name. Agora. Isn't that like... Spiders? Yeah. Agoraphobia. Isn't that being scared of fibers? Fibers. (laughs) All the fibers we scared of. Nobody wants to poop. I was arachnophobia. (gasps) Oh, agoraphobia? Is that blood? Dark? Dark? Hold on. Darkness? And the lines. I don't know. There is one collective brain cell in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're working very hard to get this out. (laughs) The neurons are firing real hard. Um, Halfway. Stop. It says agoraphobia is an anxiety disorder characterized by symptoms of anxiety in situations. People. um, Where the person perceives their environment to be unsafe with no easy way to escape. These situations can include open spaces, public transit, shopping centers, or simply being outside their home. So it's so me. (laughs) Yeah. I can't go to the grocery store. Yeah. (laughs) Being in these situations may result in panic attacks. The symptoms occur nearly every time the situation is encountered and and lasts for more than six months. Those mm-hmm. affected will go to great lengths to avoid these situations. In severe cases, people may become completely unable to leave their homes. Oh, I wear a, re- a wedding ring whenever I go to Wegmans now because of that one time that I had to call Linda because a man proposed to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it was crazy. Like, I'm pretty sure I stayed on the phone with you until you got to your car, right? Uh, or you were you like I wouldn't no. have even gotten in my car. I would have been like I I'm, was with I wouldn't even take the bus. I was by myself. <laughs> yeah, and then I ran to my car and I met up with mom at the movie theater right yeah. there. And then, so the next time that I had to go to Wegmans, I just sat in the parking lot and I was like, I can't do it. I yeah. can't do it. <laughs> it, was, it was really bad because this dude was like sitting there saying he all of things. there? No. no. Okay. He, so was he was in a line. He was, he, he was just at the hot bar. Like I was there to grab oh, dinner because no. I was meeting up mom to see Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And hot I was girl just, at the hot bar. <laughs> yeah. And so like I'm in my like work clothes and like with my like sandals. And then he starts like talking about my feet and he goes, you know, some Oh God, have not feet <gasps> ugly toes. No, that shit happened to me I when like, I was pregnant with Kayla. Ooh, you're swollen pudgy feet. <laughs> I was sitting, I was sitting waiting for the train and somebody was like and, oh, but the thing was is I had shoes on. He, I like feet. I'm like, get, get away from me. <laughs> no, I had sandals. I was completely exposed. I did, <laughs> I did so allow him to son. buy my dinner, and then I booked it the hell out of there. Because <laughs> I was like, that I did was... just pick up salmon, so yeah, go ahead and pay for me. And I was like, yeah, I really got to go. I got to meet up with my mom. Bye. And I just ran. I ran for my car. Luckily, I was parked like right there where the hot bar entrance is. <laughs> Because, like, you know how there's, like, the side entrance that's, like, for the hot bar? Yeah. And then, like, the main entrance. So I ran out. I booked it to my car. And now whenever I go, I have a wedding ring that I wear. Yeah, she, like, every single time, she's like, I can't do it. You know, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, so I was just, like, FaceTiming her and blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to go back in. Yeah. Cutting it close just by being in there once today. Just the theater. Yeah. All right. Focus. Focus. Okay. Ray and Allison moved to Baltimore in 2004, and Ray took the job as a writer. He was writing financial newsletters, but he was also kind of doing, like, investigative reporting for the company. That'll come into play. Yeah, make that face. (laughs) (laughs) R-A-E or R-A-Y? R-E-Y. Oh, okay. Like, Ray. Ray, the king. Okay. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. They're Puerto Rican. What you, what you, what you, what you? I was thinking Star Wars. <laughs> oh. 
We already know how I feel about those ones. Like, oh, oh here we go. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it is May 16th, 2006. You ready, Leslie? May 16th, 2006. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, my God. <laughs> She sounded so confident. I was like, how is she going to mess this up? <laughs> okay, so May 16, 2006. Allison has to go three hours away for work. So I'm assuming she's like in Alexandria, Virginia-ish area. Yeah. Okay. So she's three hours away from work. It's further than that? Uh, I know. Like but Fredericksburg. I'm... Like, that's like good three hours. Okay, fine. Whatever. She's hanging out in Kings Dominion. Down there. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> Around 6, 6.30, Allison gets to her hotel after her work day, and she calls Ray, which is totally normal. Whatever. They're very lovey-dovey. I call you every day of my life. It's so cute. Anyway. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought going to hate. <laughs> they were like newlyweds. It was cute. And Fine. Fuck you guys. You know um, the, who the eternal singles are. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we over here like odd numbers forever. <laughs> I'm just going to... Cover my face. She All said, right. maybe for this podcast, I'm forever. I'm dying. I'm dying. Okay. Anyways, so Ray didn't answer the phone, and she was like, Mm-mm, this is weird. Claudia is a friend of both of theirs, and she's staying at their house for a little bit because she had some stuff to do for work in town. So they were like, cool, yeah, you can stay. So she calls Claudia like, hey, what's Ray doing? Is he on the phone? What's going on? And she was like, uh, no, but he did just get a phone call and I heard him leave. But let me go check to see if he's back. So she walks around the house and he's not home. So they thought that was a little weird because he got a phone call around 6, 630 and ran out of the house, which isn't normal for him. Like, that's not something he does. May 17th, 2006. It's the next day. Okay. It's 5 a.m., Claudia called Allison and told her that Ray still wasn't home. So it's almost 12 hours later. Right. And no one's heard from him. Allison, on her way back up to Baltimore, she's calling the whole family. She calls his parents. She calls his brother. She calls everyone. She's like, have you heard from him? I haven't heard from him. No one's heard from him. Allison gets home, and it is very, very suspicious. The office light is on. The bedroom light's on. All of his things are still at home. He left an open soda, chips, and his Invisalign bracelet bracelets. Mother shit. Braces. Teeth. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining like it was like Invisalign teeth on your wrist. What? I would do that with my old Invisalign. Oh, that's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> I clean them after every use. Anyway, whatever. Oh. Okay, wait. I have a question because. We're sitting here saying all of this, but you were saying that Claudia was a house guest, right? Mm-hmm. So for the lights to be left on? No, like she didn't. In his office. In his office and their okay. bedroom. Like Claudia didn't touch anything. Mm-hmm. She just went around the house and looked for Ray, but she didn't touch anything because she was like, something Something's weird fishy. is happening. But she's in the house. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 No. Okay. I mean, bitch. I still feel okay. like shit is weird when I'm in your house. But that's something different. <laughs> that's for another podcast. That's getting into the paranormal of everything. <laughs> I think that really just follows me around. But anyway, Ray's brother comes into town. Ray's mom comes into town from Puerto Rico. His brother comes in from Orlando. Allison's parents come into town. So at this point, everyone is there trying to figure out what the fuck is going, like, what happened. Same day. Like, everyone came in on the same day. So they clear out the entire dining room, and they just start, like, calling hospitals for John Doe's. They start asking, like, calling coworkers, seeing if anyone has seen him, if anyone called him last night, if they were the reason that he left. Yeah. They started printing out missing posters, and it had a picture of him, a picture of his car, and, like, details about him. And they went around to all the coffee shops near their house, because, like, you'll find out where they lived, and they kind of lived, like, in a very cute part of the city. So there was, like, a lot of the coffee shops nearby. Mm-hmm. And so they went there. So they had called Porter. So Porter is his boss, but also his best friend. Porter put out a reward for anyone to find Ray. He called all the media. So, you know, like Channel 11, the I-Team investigation. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> what? So he's like called and he's getting all this out to the media so they can try and find Ray faster. And the weirdest thing to everyone was that like, aside from the fact that Ray didn't tell anyone where he was going, there was no activity on any bank accounts, any credit cards, nothing. So it was just like he ran out of the house and he poofed off the grid. Yeah. Did they check his phone? Yeah, there was nothing. Nothing. But what about the last phone call that he got? Okay. That we're going to Okay, okay, okay. I'm we're going to get there. Get Sorry, I want to get... know. I know, okay, to... Allison Jr. <laughs> so Jane Miller. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. From I Oh, team. my girl Jane. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, why does that name sound so familiar? And then I remember From the I-Team investigation on Channel 11. Okay. I just she, remember we're in Baltimore. That's what I was like. We're in. Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> we home girl. Right? We yeah. home. We yeah, home yeah. girl. There was no evidence that he was trying to run. Like, she was, like, on this case. You know how she's always, like, busting in people's doors and stuff? Mm-hmm. So she was, like, all up in this case. She was like, it was weird. It seemed really off to her. There was no evidence at all that he was trying to run. She was like, he just vanished. Poof. Mm-hmm. Six days go by. It's May 23rd. And they still haven't found him. Haven't heard from him. No one's seen him. At this point, his coworkers are helping them search for him. Allison's parents decide, well, you know what? We're just going to hop in the car and drive around and look around the city and see if we find his car anywhere. So they went out looking for the car. And they found it in a random parking lot on St. Paul Street. It was parked in parking spot number seven, if you would like to know. So, is this significant to the story? Nah, not really. <laughs> I wrote it down anyway. <laughs> it's just a, if it's, you'd like to know, you know. Yeah. If you want to go find it. If you it. ever want to park in that parking spot, don't Heck, do it. No. You think That's I'm going to want to do that? No. Watch me. Okay. You would, Linda. <laughs> you look crazy. I mean, I know. She's off tomorrow. You're going to just see Snapchat. Like, oh, hey. I'm a parking nut. Park. <laughs> I can't. Parking nut. Parking nut. Parking spot number seven. Okay. So Ray's mom calls Allison and she's like, we found the car. So Allison gets down there. She gets down there and the cops are already there. So they notice on his car is a parking ticket from six days earlier. So that parking ticket was there from the same day he disappeared. Okay, interesting. Can we get like, a parking ticket that fast? Oh, is it like a timed parking spot? Uh, it's a private, private. parking lot. Oh. Have fun parking in there, Linda. I ain't going to park in there. I'm going to just lay in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a private parking lot. You'll find out why. Okay. It was near the Belvedere Hotel and also near the company that he worked for, Stansbury. It was not too far from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They searched in his truck and there was no theft whatsoever. Like nothing was broken into, nothing was missing. Like the things that weren't there were things that would have been on him, like his cell phone, his wallet, wallet anything keys. like that. Okay. So at the time that they found the car, his coworkers, the three coworkers that were helping look were like, okay, well, we'll come around there and we'll kind of survey the area to see if we can find anything else. They went up onto the top of a building because they were like, I mean, we can look up here. And the three coworkers, I know, right? (laughs) The the three coworkers saw a flip-flop on the roof in Changla, you know? And then they looked over and they saw a hole in the roof of the building across from where they were. Did he jump and fell through the roof of the other building? Okay, all right. It's unsolved. Yeah, it's unsolved. (laughs) (laughs) We might solve this today <laughs> I mean, probably not no, no i think so I there's a lot of shit that i was like oh no you don't I, okay anyway <laughs> oh so God. they discovered a hole in the roof at the belvedere hotel the three men called the cops okay so the cops upstairs there's a man his name is gary shiver yeah he's the concierge and he opened the door to the old racquetball club which is where the hole was leading into but it's now like a conference room. So it used to be racquetball. Now it's a conference room. It doesn't matter. There's a hole in the fucking ceiling. All right. They opened the door and it was like <laughs> the smell. It was horrible. They found Ray. Oh. They found his body in there. It had been there for six, six to seven days. All right. He was 
very, very far along in the decomposition process. So evidence-wise... Oh, man, I just... I can't even... Like, that smell. Like, what? Smells like a dead body? I mean, from what they say, (laughs) dead bodies are supposed to have, like, this sweet, pungent smell. Nobody... Oh, I'm sorry. Lorraine, really? (laughs) What? Nobody wants to know that. Like, I I mean, you have to know. (laughs) I mean, personally, I've never (laughs) encountered, like, a decomposing body. But with work, I've, like, walked into deceased patients. And, I mean, they don't smell like that yet because it's only been, like, an hour or two. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never really uh, dealt with that either. But it's part of my line of work. Uh-huh. <clears throat> <clears throat> Continue. <laughs> anyway, so as police began to analyze the case, there were numerous things that were just really off. It was mostly about the fact that it was like he jumped off the roof, but he's wearing chunglas. So running and jumping off a roof. That's why he lost the one. Yeah, it was broke. It was broke. I, w- I, you know, <laughs> who was he running from? Yeah, running away. Okay. So, no and problem. then it was also due to like the kind of roof that it was. <laughs> so, like, you know, the old hotels downtown and how like they have like, it's almost like that gothic feeling to it. So, it has like those weird ledges right. and like running. So, it's like you'd have to be getting to that speed so quickly in order to clear the jump. Okay. I, I have the math here. So he's oh Spider-Man. I, we like math. I didn't do this math. The internet did this math. <laughs> kind of like Google with me, right? <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. So it says the vertical distance of approximately 177 feet, the building height of 188 feet, it would take approximately 3.3 seconds. What? To clear the jump? Yeah. This suggests if he did come from the roof and traveled at a horizontal distance of 43 feet before the impact. So he had to go straight 43 feet. So the buildings, it wasn't oh, like right. a high, higher building. They were on the same level. The well, a, a little bit lower. It was just a little bit lower. But in order to clear the gap of like the alleyway. How big was alley? Didn't you say 43? 43 feet. Okay. I'm, I'm, I wanted to see what this looked like because I'm kind of interested now. So I just looked it up and it's pretty crazy because I have the bird's eye view. This is the scene that Lydia wants you to create, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but this you can't is a show scene. her. I'm not showing her. I'll show Lydia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, this is, I'm like reading further into my notes. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So he would have had to have a horizontal speed. So he would have had to been running at least 10 miles per hour, which is between a fast jog and a sprint, which Correct. is, it's doable. It's pretty average for a man in sports shoes, but he was wearing flip flops. And in, I don't know if some women in high heels can run that fast. I read, but these are I read about Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay, but Jurassic when you're in fight world. or flight, you're going to run fast. But his chungla, so you know the part that goes between your big toe and your next toe? The thong. That, <laughs> that word. The thong. <laughs> it broke. Okay. So like his foot would have, you know, I've had that shit happen. In the you would have been like, ankles, 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 and then you yeah. try to like ankles. fix it with like a, a paper, paper clip. That <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get the what's it called? The bread, the bread thingy. The bread clip. Yeah, the <laughs> bread clip. You're trying to, you just okay. stick it underneath of there. So Ray was wearing flip flops, or he was barefoot, which would have held a maximum run. <sighs> what? Would have had a maximum run up of over 15 feet. So, like, the, from where he was to the edge was only 15 feet. So, you would have had to reach 10 miles an hour in 15 feet. Okay. Watch me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll watch you. <laughs> okay, Linda. Yeah, let's go. Patreon outside. <laughs> Patreon, like, get, get your monies ready. Her just walking <laughs> outside already huffing and puffing. <laughs> She slides down her back stairs all the time. So fine. <laughs> it's enough speed. I could get this, okay? I have this. But that is also it. downhill, and we're talking about straight away. Yeah, sure. It ain't happening. We'll go to the high school. So he, okay. Okay, so in an additional theory is that Ray may have jumped from the ledge, like right under where the <laughs> roof was. Well, so, like, the roof that they thought he was standing on, there was windows, which is part of, like, apartments. So they thought maybe he went through an apartment and got to the ledge mm-hmm. and jumped off from there. So no running start, though. No running start to move. But how would he feet. get to the other Watch roof? Me. 
because it, the the window is still a little bit higher than that. <laughs> so that's my jumping sound. Okay. I'm, you can talk to her. It's fine. So it's a okay. So like the it's at least like two floors down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But and also another issue with that is the Belvedere now and like back then was private condominiums. It used to be a hotel, but it was renovated into private condominiums. He would have had to get into a privately owned condominium or office to get to that ledge to then soar like an eagle across. Eagle eggs. <laughs> I saw this. Okay. Eagle eggs. So, okay. Wait, he didn't... So he jumped off the one roof from the Belvedere to another roof? Mm-hmm. On the Belvedere. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, for some reason, I thought he was on the rooftop... Of another of his, building. Of his office building, because you no. said that was nearby. No, his office building is nearby, so they were like, it makes sense that he'd be in this area, because okay. he knows the area. Because he's new to Baltimore, but he would know the area from working around there. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> new to the area? That's two years. That's not new anymore. Girl, get out of here. I don't know how long I've lived here, and I still don't know anything. Yeah, you well, live here your whole life. <laughs> and that's, also, your, that's your problem for not paying attention to shit. I know. When she first started driving, I had to direct her to Nina's house. I'm like, yo, you serious right now? <laughs> that's this the highway. Is, <laughs> I was going to say, literally, this is reasons why I always tell people I will never move to Frederick. Because every, it doesn't matter how much I use my GPS, I can still not navigate through Frederick. I get lost every time. It's a grid. It's like DC. For hours. It's just a grid. Hours. I get yeah. lost in DC. I don't. I we're drive not there all this. the time for work. Anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. So we still had the. Okay. We're. Okay. Okay. So I'm t- I understand. We're totally in the Belvedere. Yeah. All right. Uh huh. So both parts are the Belvedere, like the building he would have jumped off of and the one that he landed into. But there is an alley between. Yes. So it's all owned by the Belvedere. Okay. Question Do they have security cameras? Wait for it. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> So, something that was very, very suspicious was raised glasses and phone were found basically perfect. There was nothing broken. There was no scratches on it. And they were on the lower roof near the hole. So, like, the hole is here. His glasses and his cell phone are outside of the hole. And there is nothing fucking wrong with them. His his lenses are still in his frames. His fucking phone isn't scratched up. Nothing. Aliens. No, no. I'm just imagining <laughs> him like holding it in his hand and then like Whoopsie. falls through the roof and he's just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like mean, save the phone, save the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're like getting thrown into a pool and you're like, throw the phone back. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And my glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not, not funny. funny. I was laughing at her arms. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing at Linda, whatever and I'm she trying was to read my notes. Okay, so that was very, very suspicious. Because they're like, how was it that you, quote unquote, jump from the roof of a building, fly 45 feet straight, and then down into this roof while but, saving your phone and While glasses. saving your phone and glasses, which he's like me. If he wasn't wearing his glasses, bitch wouldn't have known where the ledge was. Like, he, he would have just... I already told you. Aliens. Okay. <laughs> um, but, like, I was going to back you up with the like, eagle eggs. Also, eagle eggs. Like, if he didn't have his glasses on, he, brought, he wasn't going to see anything happening. Okay. So, like, mm-hmm. that's like me. You take my glasses, and I'm like, where's everybody? My glasses. My glasses. Yes. Yeah, so that was me this morning. I lost them. Anyway, none of the employees from the company that Ray worked at which is also the company that his friend owned, mm-hmm. would say anything to the media. Because they were like asking them like just general questions about Ray, but they wouldn't say anything. I don't know why that was in that section, but whatever. I'm going to tell you about other weird things about his body when they found it. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Linda. Hmm. Okay. What? So the, the racquetball place is like on the 13th floor? <laughs> Yeah, of this girl. So it used to be a racquetball place, but now it's a like yes. conference room. But she's but asked, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes or no question. I think I feel like they probably would have soundproofed the floor up to the ceiling of the twelfth floor. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking to do that with all of them anyway. 
Yeah, I guess. During I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. I guess no pictures, no no backroof and apartments. Well, I have a backstory, sort of, and hotels in Baltimore City. Are you kidding me, Wanda? I, I mean, know. it'd be nice. I'm, I'm giving them the benefit. It's the Belvedere. Yeah, it is very hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. <laughs> oh my gosh, that face. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so when they found his body, Flip these are on. some. Key things. Don't forget the broken thong. It is broken. <laughs> Don't call it a thong. <laughs> so the decomp was very bad because he was found, it says eight days after he went missing, but it was telling me six. So somewhere between six to eight days was his decomp. He was in a prone position. Everybody knows what that is? Nope. No, tell the people in the back. Me. I'm in the back. Like this. So you're basically like laying on your, on your back or in your front. Front. Okay. Front. Front. Face down. Starfish? Face down. Kind of. Okay. A little bit. A little bit more in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. So something like that. So Arms he spent. Whatever. Just bent. Google it, people. <laughs> okay. So he had multiple fractures, damage to his skull, mm-hmm. a compound fracture in his leg. Does everybody know what that is? That's when your bone is sticking out Ooh. of Ooh. your skin. That's so that means I mean, he fell he- from a roof. <laughs> Potentially. He had skin slippage. Everybody knows what that is. Ew. Oh, explain skin slippage. You want skin slippage? I don't. I don't know if I want to know what that is. Tell her. Can you see this smile on her? Yeah, face? I know. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared the with skin. that skin. You can slip. Yeah, that's really what it is. Like, <laughs> oh, like on his whole body. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like an Edgar. I know. Suit. I. I. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some Edgar soup. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I was no because I thought I was thinking it was like around the the fracture in his. Okay. I mean, it's the so whole it's body. just the body itself. Yeah. Okay. So let's think about it this way: when he like fell through the hole, it the the hole like took his skin with it. So it, no, it's no, not that's not what it's no, from. Decom. It's from decomposition. Decom. Get Listen, out of here! How do you know? Fucking dumbass! We don't even, we don't even <laughs> know no, if he it's fell from through decom. the roof. Okay. Exactly. Anyway, okay. So he had seven unknown lesions. Like it didn't really fit in with any of like the falling through the roof. Like he, like he had. Up. Well, that was yeah. Him, that was him running up like seventeen floors in the Belvedere. And he right? tripped. And he Get out of my face. He tripped on his flip flop. Get out of my face, all of you. Anyway, so the hole was clean and small. This mm-hmm. is odd because Ray is a big dude. He's six foot two. Mm-hmm. He was a water polo player. He was very much into sports. He's got the broad shoulders. Like, he was very, like, Michael Phelps built. Like, big shoulders, big dude. But the hole was small and clean. And if you're jumping, just imagine jumping across the You're not diving into that thing. You're just going to, like, belly flop. Not imagine, like, Looney Tunes. Like, when they, like, into the hole. Well, why would he do that? I I wouldn't think belly flopping either. I would think foot or feet first, that's how he got the fracture. Like cannonball. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking like from how his body landed. Well, how his body was I mean, on the isn't inside. that just well, how you're I mean, yourself? Well, he's impact? like right underneath of the hole. Okay, let's think about it. Okay, picture this. Sicily. Okay. <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore, 2006. When you're, like, you're jumping across, you see all those action movies where the people are like, so then when you're coming crashing down, your feet are still going to be first. You hit the ground of Oops. the conference room, and then you just go, oh, my leg, and then you fall forward. Anyways, I'm going to throw that out the window. Oh, 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 wrong words to use. Oh, my God. Okay. So their biggest questions were, where did he come from? How did, did he, he get through the... Where did he come from? God, God I joke, damn it. This is no funny. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. How did, <laughs> how did he get through the hole? It was like, was he pushed? Was he thrown? There were too many things in the way on the rooftop for it to like make sense. Like how cleanly he made it into that hole. Human golf ball. Didn't make any sense because <laughs> when you see pictures of the top of the roof, there are those huge air vents and like all those little like chimney things poking yeah. out. And mm-hmm. like miraculously, he made it into the one clear spot. So wait, his, so this, okay, I don't know anymore. My whole brain process of this is it's like. It's fine. 
Because, like, I'm thinking that his body made that hole, but if the hole's clean, then that means that the, the hole was previously there? That's what it seems like. Or they made it to look like, like he, he went through, through the, the hole. hole, but really somebody just placed his body there. I mean, did they find any DNA going through the hole? Hold on. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> All of these things aren't making sense. One of the biggest things that didn't make sense is Ray is deathly afraid of heights. How? Why? Hello? Why is it always when I'm telling the story, these fucking loud-ass vehicles have to go by? <laughs> Write it down and just say that part again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I am. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> He's deathly afraid of heights. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. record that part. So it didn't make sense, him being on the rooftop, because... He's deathly afraid of heights. Like, Allison went up there, too, and she had the hardest time because she is also afraid of heights. So when they were doing the investigation, she kind of wanted to see what was happening. What? So we look up agoraphobia, right? Uh-huh. On Wikipedia, it says not to be cute, not to be confused with acrophobia, which is the fear of heights. <laughs> oh. oh. Anyway. No. <laughs> so... Like him being up there and then also being that close to the edge in order to just jump across. Like none of this was making sense to Allison or his family. Like one, he was in a very happy spot in his life. He was things are looking going up. good. He just got married. They moved to Baltimore. Things are getting better. Like he had like, a new job opportunity. Yeah. Like, it like he been. had no reason because like the cops are like. He committed suicide. He jumped. He committed suicide. Yeah, that, and if that if it would have been him committing suicide, then that would have been back in California when he wasn't getting jobs, he wasn't getting the pay that he thought that he was supposed to be getting, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this just backs up our whole, like, he was running from somebody. Yes. Because, like, I feel like in that same, mm, yeah, I don't want to say fight or flight, but fight or flight, <laughs> he chose flight. <laughs> oh, no. I know. That's really bad. But, I mean, that's what it's called, so yeah. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry, you're trying to hold it in. <laughs> Your face! And I, okay, all right. I felt bad, but I like, know, that's I know. Called. So one thing that was also, like, really messing with the investigators was, like, what we had said. If he jumped, something would have happened to his phone. Something would have happened to his glasses. There was nothing wrong with them at, what, uh, like, at all. Yeah. And, like, he would have had to be wearing his glasses in order to jump. Not necessarily, but yes. I mean, whatever. I would have been wearing my glasses if I knew what I kind of see. But then again, maybe I don't want to see what I'm about to do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Acrophobia. <laughs> Shut up, Linda. <laughs> like, that's the wrong one. All of his injuries were severe and fatal, but nothing was wrong with his belongings. So, like, everything that had happened he's to him. He's completely broken. Yeah, he's busted up. And there's nothing wrong with any of his belongings. Except for his chanclo, which is on the other <laughs> Broken. This is true. And we're about to talk about his flippity flops. What if he, like, broke it and he was like, God damn it, this fucking shoe again. <laughs> and he just hooked it. <laughs> and that's why that's but, on the other roof. And then the floor from underneath of him went, whoop. <laughs> and he fell through. And that's why his glasses were <laughs> <Lydia. laughs> there. Because oh, no. he said, <laughs> And then just went through. And that's why it's so small. Because he went, she solved it. <laughs> right through the hole. I solved it. Oh, You're my welcome. God. <laughs> anyway. So one of the biggest things was that his flip-flops, I put flip-flops. Push pot. Mm -hmm. His flip-flops are broken and they have drag marks, but they're not in the spaces where they would be if you dragged your foot. Like if you're dragging your foot while you're running, you're going to have them on like the top part oh. where right. your toes are, but they weren't. Like they the were like he foot. was trying to stop somebody so they were on the him. heel yeah and like the bottom middle part of his shoe oh, i mean he done fucked up his shoes so of course there's gonna be all sorts of fucked up drag marks on it anyway no 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 it's, no, no, it's no, like no. if someone's Still. dragging you from behind and you're putting your feet down to stop them yeah that's where the marks are on his shoes like if you're trying to it's like on the back and you can tell because like you know old navy flip-flops you're gonna have yeah my brain your material 
My brain's trying to process this, but I'm like, Old Navy flip-flops could never. Like, they would just completely fold under your foot. Like, my entire yeah. heel itself would be scraped up, not the heel of the shoe. Like, yeah, maybe he like had some too. Clarks on or something. It, it what said, brand of flip-flops? I don't know. I didn't tell me. Damn. I was just thinking Old Navy because that's what I would have worn. No, well, I mean, any a flip-flop could be but a he's song sandal. But he's Exactly. <laughs> but he didn't live. Clarks. <laughs> Shut up, all of you. <laughs> But even all of the investigators were saying it looks staged. Like no one was really believing. Yeah, it's this been whole looking thing. staged for a bit now. Mm-hmm. And one of the really big things that bugged Allison, aside from the fact that like Ray was on a rooftop and he's scared of heights, is that she had gotten him a wedding present that was a money clip, and it has his his initials engraved into it. That was never recovered from the scene or his car, and it was nowhere in the house. Which is what he would normally take with him because it had like his ID and stuff in it. Right. He would just clip it like that. Now we're getting to like really into the investigating part. So they start asking people in the Belvedere Hotel if they saw anything. No one saw anything. There's tons of windows. He would have had to have gone through offices in order to get there. And I mean, granted, it's like 6, 6.30 at night when all this was supposedly going down. So like... Yeah, but Summer. May, that's still a lot of sunlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like now. That's now. And yeah. no one no one seen no one saw anything. The ledges for the like the roofs? Yeah, were super small. So they were just like, that's not adding up because he was a big dude and you have to be on that. Like it's I don't know, pigeons. Just think pigeons sitting up there. I don't see how he would do it. In order to get into the hotel, you had to pass the concierge, who was the guy that had spoken earlier. Mm-hmm. You'd have to know your way around all the back stairwells if you didn't want to have like little like going through people's houses and not going into an elevator. You would need to know your way through the stairwells. And there was no way to just get through the hotel by just walking through it. Like you had to have access to these things. Like is there security mm-hmm. besides like the concierge? Mm-hmm. There's security in there. So they had checked the hotel cameras. There was nothing on the hotel cameras. There was no ray, nothing. The rooftop cameras at the hotel were not working that night. Of course, How inside John. So there were no witnesses or calls made from his cell phone after he left the house. So they got he got the call, and that was it. That what was time the last did he thing. leave the house? Around six thirty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like that's a high traffic time. Like that's when people are like getting home from work. Yeah. Someone would have seen something. Like going to and dinner or whatever. No one is talking. Yeah. At all. Nobody's speaking. No one's saying anything. Allison is really invested into this. Like she is digging deep. She's going through all of the evidence. She's trying to figure out like what the heck happened. She's like started going through Ray's work stuff to figure out what was going on. She talked to the medical examiner because they had put his cause of death undetermined. So that leaves the case open Mm -hmm. because they were trying to get them to put it as a suicide. So the case would close and the medical examiner, this is a quote from the medical examiner. I know what they are trying to do and we are not going to close this case. The shins being broken are not consistent with falling. She said she would not say anything more to Allison than, than that. Like, that's all she was telling her. She was like, just so you know, a lot of his injuries aren't consistent with falling through a roof. Okay. So she was just like, we're not closing this case. I'm not, I'm not marking it as a suicide. I'm marking it undetermined. Yeah, I just read that. So... We're going to backtrack a little tiny bit to the day his body was discovered. So Porter Stansberry is his best friend from high school, right? Everybody remember him? Right. Mm -hmm. His boss? Yep. The day Ray's body was discovered, Porter got a lawyer for his company, Mm -hmm. and he told everyone that they were not allowed to talk to anyone. If he owns a company, shouldn't he already have a lawyer, though? No, but he got one specifically based off the fact that Ray's body was found. So he has one, but then he got a criminal one, like, for this. And the family, Ray's family feels like he found something that he shouldn't have in relation to the company. Mm -hmm. So they, the call that Ray got was from the switchboard from the company, from Stansberry. 
but they can't figure out specifically where it came from because it came off of a switchboard. So they can figure out it came from this location, but we don't know what office it came from. Yeah. In early 2004 to mid-2005, when Ray was employed with them, he was a private investigator writing an investment newsletter called The Rebound Report. He published some things in there that offended a lot of people and had some insider trading things that he let out. I was going to say, can I like Ooh. read this part that I found? It's yeah. from the Baltimore Sun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this came out like after the episode for Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries came out. And it says um, that... Stansberry or Ray? Yeah, Stansberry. The, when they found the body and all that stuff, that the employees were told to refer to media inquiries to a spokesperson alone. So they had, if they were to talk to anybody, they had to funnel it through, I guess, the lawyer. And then Mm -hmm. if the lawyer were to speak on their behalf, it would have to be through the lawyer. Stansberry, uh, it says that he cooperated with another detective, but not the initial one that was first put on the case. Uh, Wait, 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 I just lost it. But Stansberry says that the show was wrong and that Rivera worked for him at that Rivera worked for him at the time of his death and that Rivera had left the job six months earlier on his own accord. He resigned voluntarily with no ill will. He said he didn't want to write in the news world, newsletter world anymore and he didn't have a solid next move lined up. What? Um, so, yeah. so Porter is basically saying that Ray, at the time of his, his disappearance... Didn't work for him that he had quit like no ill will six months earlier because he didn't want to do the investment stuff. Which is kind of weird to me because you're saying that he worked for him, right? Mm -hmm. And he's getting this phone call from the office. And that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up because he's getting the phone call from an office that he doesn't even work for anymore. And didn't at the beginning, didn't you say that he like released like a press conference or something like that? Like as his like boss and best friend? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it says... At the time, okay, so this is from the Baltimore Sun. I'm reading this straight off. At the time, Stansbury's company was being sued by the Securities and Exchange Commission for selling fraudulent stock tips to investors in 2002 before Rivera joined the company. After a trial in 2005, U.S. District Judge Marvin uh, Garbus ruled in 2007 that Stansbury's conduct undoubtedly involved deliberate fraud, making statements that he knew to be false, and issued a $1.5 million fine. Oof. Stansbury said that there's no connection to those proceedings and Rivera. Mm-hmm. So okay. he was hired during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like afterwards, yeah. Allison, of course, is doing her own little detectiving because she's like, Baltimore police ain't getting shit done. Are we surprised? No. I'm pretty sure Jane up at I-Team is doing a better job than the police are. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So Allison is in Ray's office after they had gone to identify the body. And she came home and she's she's in his office. And she sees something behind the monitor of his computer. And it's this little folded up piece of paper taped onto the back of his monitor, which she knows he did the day of his disappearance because in the trash, there's little pieces of paper that are like kind of ripped off of this paper that matches it. Mm-hmm. So like she, it was on the top of the pile. So like assume it happened same day. And she mm-hmm. had just left the morning like right before that. Yeah. So I don't know. Apparently, she knows the status of their trash can. I don't know. Oh, in her house. Yeah, in yeah, her house. Yeah, in, in her house. In the so office. This is his, his, in office, his office. In her house. I heard office, and I was like, wait, didn't we just discuss that he was... Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no okay. In the house. In the office. So, after searching the house for evidence, Allison found a note behind his computer. It was really confusing. It included names of prominent Hollywood figures, movie titles, Freemason quotes... And additional just ramblings. And the FBI analyzed this note, and it was ruled to not be a suicide nature. Because, like, I'll show you a picture of the note later. And it's just, like, a listicle of, like, names. Of, like, people he knows, people that are famous. And then there's just, like, a Freemason quote. Like, it opens with, like, brothers and sisters. And it's just, like, this Freemason's quote. It's creepy as hell. National treasure. Yeah, basically. 
Hey, we close enough. <laughs> we right in the thick of it. Oh, man. So the police would soon step back from investigating. So everything's really just falling onto Detective Byer, who's been on this case since the beginning with like helping Allison and the family. But the police department steps back and they're like, we're going to classify this as a possible suicide. Like, that's it. Boom. Right. But the autopsy, they ruled it undetermined. undetermined. Yeah. So the case is still open even now. His case is still open. Allison called Detective Byers, and he had let her know that he was being taken off the case, but that she needed to be very careful because she was working harder than he was, he felt, and she needed to be careful with the things that she was looking up. He just kept telling her that. He was like, you really need to be careful. Like, tread carefully. Yes. Yeah. Because he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corporate She's lawyers. He's going to end up like Ray. And so Allison had called, has been calling the police department, just like the plain old Baltimore police, and they just constantly keep telling her that she needs to get it through her head, that her husband committed suicide, and she needs to drop it. Not suicide. Even to this day, it has not been solved. No one knows what's going on. But you know me. I had to go super sleuthing really late at night while I was drunk. Because Reddit. I was, yes, girl. I got the Reddit sleuth. So, oh my gosh, you're going on to Reddit? No. Okay. Well, no. These are just theories because, like, <laughs> at this point, it's unsolved. No right, one knows correct. what happened. I know. Yeah. So, we're gonna start with the first theory, and this is not from Reddit. This is just people thinking the general, the general public. Like, even some of this was in news articles. So, this is how we know it wasn't just Reddit. There is a theory that Rivi- Rivera, because I almost said it wrong. It's okay. You keep on saying it, Riviera. I know. And then I look at Linda and I'm like, stupid nose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I look at your nose ring. Oh my gosh, get out. <laughs> oh my God. And then I remember I'm saying it wrong. So Rivera <laughs> was possibly connected to the Freemasons. Yo, when I read this, Tread the lately. conspiracy theory chicken me just like. <laughs> Like, oh I am my gosh. so crazy I'm, we are about the Freemasons. Like, yo, I tried to go into this Freemasons place when we went up to freaking Pennsylvania. And Jonathan said no, because he didn't want me to get kidnapped. But anyway, that's different. I'm not saying anything bad about the Freemasons. I'm just saying you guys are really interesting to me, and I like your hats. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I want to be one of you guys, but you guys don't allow women to be you. But, Okay. <laughs> Uh, so another question about Ray's death is whether or not it was connected to the Freemasons because of this coded letter and the way that it started. And when Ray's wife put that beginning sentence into Google, it came up with like Freemasons books. So that quote came out of Freemasonry. Um, his family and friends say that he was always fascinated with Freemasons around the reputation of the organization with the secrets and he had interest in like a lot of the things yeah, girl, that, <laughs> that the group was into. However, according to WBALTV, mm-hmm. uh, there were more details on Riviera's interest. Rivera's, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We already know. Interest in the Freemasons. Right. Right. In a report, the publication stated that he had talked to a member of the Maryland Lodge and was inquiring about joining. And on the weekend before disappearing, he spent time reading the book The Builders, which is a study on masonry. I've started reading that book like a while ago, and then I stopped because I felt like I was going a little kooky, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And they add that on the day of Ray's disappearance, he went to the bookstore earlier that day and bought Freemasonry for dummies. But um, okay. Yeah. So that's kind of like the connections to the Freemasons, but it's like he's not even really doing anything that deep. He's just like he's literally just asking how to join it. Like he just wants to be one. So it's already too much. Is it though? According to them, yes. I don't know. But I. I feel like that's not really. I don't think that I don't. If I feel like it's not really relevant to how he 
died. Unless his friend was a Freemason, and then during his investigating into that stuff, he found some stuff that he shouldn't have found. He found out that his friend was a Freemason, and then his friend was like, off with his head. Don't say that. That, uh, no, I I don't like it. Next. <laughs> yeah, Reddit. I don't. <laughs> to Reddit sleuths. Okay. This is very short, but, you know, it's like the theory that went the craziest off of Reddit, but it's really short. Meh. So the theory posted on Reddit points out the connection between a note left behind, so the letter from his computer, the back of his computer. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Great Fall, which initially appeared to be the cause of his demise, although the forensic team determined his death to be unexplained. The internet detectives noticed the game was listed on this note, which referenced the Freemasons and families, Freemasons and family friends, as well as the films. So there's like a whole bunch of films and TV shows in there. I don't know. This is confusing me. This is what Reddit said. The 1997 film follows a man who participates in a scheme which blurs his concept of reality and ends with him jumping from a roof of a building through a glass ceiling. Oh, shit. And the theory suggests that Ray was copying the events of the film. So the game was in the note. Right. And that's the 1997 film that they think he was copying off of. To accomplish what? No. They just think this they is still tied into the Freemasons? No. No? No. Okay. This is just a theory. This mm. is just a Reddit sleuth theory. And, but the theory has... Get, girl. It just doesn't so make any sense. But this, like, he would get the phone call from his job and... Like, it's loosely... And like then the, he wants to reenact a movie? Like... But they're saying Inception, that, like... Inception, though. Like, wouldn't it be something like that? Yeah, like, they're saying, like, the he movie... determine ...loosely related to, like, everything that was going on, and he was losing his concept of reality. Yeah, okay. So, in say, order to try and snap himself back, he does the jumping off the building to see if he's actually in reality. Inception. Oh. The Matrix. Gotcha. Yeah, Inception. Okay. Yeah. That... Well, my right. thing is, like, the phone call from his job, even though I'm still sketched out by Porter... Stansberry. Um, like, it could have just been, like, his best friend just checking in on him, like, from the work phone. But then why would he ran so quickly and freaking out? Like, he, they said he ran out of the house, like, house was burning down, ran out of the house. I don't know. Maybe he just said something that, like, set him off. So he was like, you need to, like, chill out. And he was like, no, you don't understand. And then he, like, went to, like, go, like, prove it or something. Okay. As much as I love that idea, uh, Stan, what is it? Stansberry? Salisbury. Porter actually says that they were all off on a business trip, like everybody that was at the office, so nobody would have called using that switchboard. It was just impossible that no one called him from that switchboard to... to He's sketch again. Never mind. <laughs> I, I literally I like just read that. Yeah, so that nobody would have called him from the office at that time for any reason whatsoever. That it just doesn't make sense to him why anybody would call from there because they were all away on business a business trip. So what did he do? Call himself? Like, ugh. That's what he's saying. He said it just doesn't make sense how that call could have come from our switchboard. Mm. He, mm. <laughs> I don't like the way that he's trying to cover his ass. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and, and that was another thing that he's saying, that everybody's pointing fingers at him when he really did try. Like, you could have been like, oh, it was HR trying to, like, you know, tie up his benefits, whatever, since he left the company. But yeah. now he's like, no, nobody would there. never call him. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But the way he ran out, though, like, I, that's still... Yeah. I'm not getting a call from HR and trying to tie up loose ends for... Be like, this is your last day, or else you lose out on all of this, okay. on all of your retirement. Your 401 May 16th, 2006. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What, what day of the week was that, though? Uh, end of the pay period. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But anyway, so that is the Reddit, like, sleuthing theory that has gotten the most traction. Like, the game is referenced in his note, and so they feel like he's trying to recreate it in real life. I don't know. But 
from what Allison has said, she's like, it was mm. a Tuesday. She's like, that you're welcome. Make, it doesn't make any sense. Like that. No, no. Mm. But yeah. So why don't I remember this story? Oh, I remember it. I remember it being oh, on the news. You know what this is kind of like too? the movie number 23. Like, if you think about it. I've never seen that. I don't, really? I don't watch movies. It's so freaky. I don't freaky. know that is. Is that the hotel room or something? Um, yes. Yes. Because um, Jim Carrey, he's he's this guy that, like, did he r- end up writing the book himself? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, like, something weird where basically, like, everywhere he goes, he finds the number 23. 23. And so it's, like, birthdays, you know, uh events in life like historical events and everything like the way that he adds it all together it all adds to the number 23 and i don't see how that's connected to this i don't know no i'm saying because no because i'm saying like with him with the books and everything and reenacting it and trying to and not being able to you know with fantasy and reality it's the same thing it's it's the like the same craziness going on in his mind like he's finding all of these things he's putting them together and he's like oh my god it's all making sense and everybody else is like no yeah this is how you're connecting it in your brain but like me trying to connect the dots right now was him trying to connect (laughs) yes basically but yeah. yeah so as of right now it's still unsolved no one knows what happens. Alice are they, is still they, super sleuthing it. He's still undetermined. But nobody else is trying to figure out what happened besides mm-hmm. Allison. Besides Allison and the internet sleuth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still undetermined, so the case is still open. Right. For people, if you want to watch it, it's on Unsolved Mysteries. Season one, episode one. I'm on Netflix. Sorry. It's on it's Netflix on if you want to watch it. It's only 45 minutes. It's not that bad, Leslie. It's no, really. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not. No, no. Because she told me to watch it so that way I knew what was going on today. And I watched a completely different episode. <laughs> and so then I'm like, I'm looking at the picture that she sent me for the missing persons poster. And I'm like, this is not, not this is not the guy. Like the, the guy that I want. It's not even close at all. But I didn't think anything of it because it was still within the like Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just him when he got older. I don't know. Poor Ray. And I mean, like, your little picture. I don't really have a picture. I have a picture. Oh, you do? Well, she has an aerial picture of the roof. I have oh, all the yeah. pictures of it. I just... I have, like, investigation pictures, but you yeah. don't want to see them. I mean, I don't care. Hold Are you on. sure about Skin that? slippage? <laughs> they show that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Dude, just show Dude, it. Dude, I super sleuthed. Yeah, I understand that. But so this You know I am. Absolutely not. This is the picture of like the perfect hole in the in the roof. No. This is showing you what it is looks like now. Like the, the top of it. Yeah. The Ooh. the top the rooftop. And then where the hole is and like where scared. he would have like, to I jump do. to. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this is the rooftop right here. This is where. Oh. Oh. So that is the top of the roof. Okay. And then that's the hole. Y'all, that's no that. So you talking about? Wait, what? Do you realize how far down that is? Yes. From yeah. No, you told me like you you guys are this explaining is the, it to me, and it's. I'm just reading off of what they wrote, what was on the thing. No, I'm thinking like, like it's only a couple, like uh, like a story or something, like further down. That's far. Yeah, they said two stories if he was coming from a window, but the roof was yeah like higher, twenty feet, forty three forty three feet across, and then you have to fall. Correct. Yeah. And I said 20 we'll, feet. We'll post pictures of, like, the actual scene, you guys. Because it, like, and that's what I was, like, that was, like, Allison's whole thing. Yeah, my, like, it mine doesn't, doesn't look like that no, at all. I mean, no, my, my, my floor should be, like, down here. That's why I was saying is, the, why is the racquetball place 13 stories? I up? mean, it, it's pretty high. Like the, No, that did not look like that. I need, yes, thank you, no. Oh, look. Yes, <laughs> thank you, no. Because I just showed her this. Oh shit! Okay. That's okay, a big yeah. fall. He could that. Could yeah. Okay. Totally... And where they're saying that he jumped from, you see how it's like a C. They're Correct. saying that he jumped from the middle of the C. So or that's that why... little corner on the edge. 
Yeah, that's why, like, they're saying that because that's that open space. Because of the placement of his flip-flop on yeah. that yes. roof. Yeah. But none of it makes sense. Like, now that you see it, can you see how none of this makes sense? He would have him running pretty fast to jump that. And his broken tongue no, and if he, they're saying that he might have came out of a window and there was no running start? Yeah, no, that I don't believe. I don't believe any I of it. Like I, I was going to sing that, but I didn't want to sing Linda! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she had her eyes closed oh and <laughs> She was oh feeling God. it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, so on that, where that, like, dot is, that around that, that's where they found his, his cell unharmed phone cell phone and, and glasses. Glasses. Yeah, that's a big drop. And nothing was wrong with his cell phone and glasses. Reevaluate your life decisions right now. Freemasons. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the For mis- those of you who are new to the podcast, yeah. we, every episode we kind of go into like a missing person from the area that of our story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. today, Lorraine. Today is oh my god, I don't want to say her name wrong. Shania Hainsley. I'm sticking with it. She was last seen May 14th, 2021. She's from Germantown, Maryland. She's 14 years old. She's black. She has black hair. In the picture, it's like in twists. They're really long. They're like waist length. Her eyes are brown, and she's about four foot eleven, and she weighs approximately two thirty. She was last seen in Germantown in Montgomery County, and she was seen wearing a black jacket, gray tights, and black shoes. If you have any information, you are to call the Special Victims Investigation Unit at three zero one two seven nine eight thousand or nine one one, and we will be posting the picture and a link to this article on our social media. And again, the phone number is 301-279-8000. Well, thank you guys for joining in with us this week. And following our story about Ray Rivera. And thank you, Lydia, for again sitting in with us. Yes. It's been a pleasure. Smile. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) We hope to do it again. See you guys next week. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review.